This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, I heard that uh, news chick talking about uh, favorite pies. Uh, what is your favorite pie for Thanksgiving? Of course, apple and pumpkin, that's probably the two most popular. But what about pecan pie? Peach pie? Uh, anybody still eat mincemeat pies? I haven't heard that in a long time. Yeah, pecan or pecan, depends on where you're from, how you say it. Here in Louisiana, we say pecan is that thing you bring to the duck blind. That's not something that you eat. All right, anyway, uh, text messages are coming in, 504-260-1870. I'm going to try to get as many as I can. Uh, Talking about NDD, Nature Deficit Disorder in Kids, and Thanksgiving holidays and traditions and deer hunting going on and duck hunting and redfish. Anything you want to talk about, it's wide open for you. All right, here's one that says, uh, this is from my friend, uh, the Lafayette Yacker. By the way, don't forget, uh, coming up in uh, 630 on KADN over there in Lafayette, Channel 15, Fox 15, Bayou Wild TV. He's telling me, don't forget about the Frog Lawyer. That's another one of our regular listeners. Uh, They're getting ready for the family visitation this week. No hunting and fishing, just cooking and family. Nothing wrong with that. Happy Thanksgiving to you. And let's see, we got the backstrap stacker. He says, Sean Sullivan's an old friend, lives right around the corner. How small a world it is. Got Robbie and Poydras in St. Bernard. They're going fishing around the Violet Canal. Bayou's off Paris Road, a lot of small trout, but got some big ones too. Just going to find them, and that's going to be their holidays. Good luck to you, Robbie. Let me know how you do. And we have a new name, uh, One Shot Mark. He's in Clinton, temperatures 38 degrees. Obviously, he's deer hunting. Where'd you get that nickname, One Shot Mark? I like that. All right, here's uh, the mo- uh, This needs translation. If you were just listening to this program and uh, you're not really familiar with a lot of the jargon and you hear this, you'd say, what the heck are they talking about? This one comes from uh, an Alabama listener. says, this is the Mobile Bay Beast on my way to break some convicts out of the Mississippi Sound. Translation, We've got a Mobile Bay fisherman Headed out to the sound to break out some convicts, which uh, the, the sheephead we were just talking about is also called a convict fish because of the black stripes on it. So that's the translation. He's going to go get some. Hope you find them. All right, here's one that says, I took my son and nephew duck hunting at 6 and 7 at the Black Swamp Lodge. When the lab returned with the first duck to him, they were both hooked. Both are regular hunters, have their own labs. They're 39 and 40 years old. No NDD there, that's for sure. Uh, Bro James and Hammond says, in addition to NDD, a lot of college kids these days suffer from CRIS. That is cranial rectal insertion syndrome. <laughs> Get them outdoors. All right, James. And here's one says, I would love to be in the black belt of Alabama getting that deer, but working nights. That's John from Mobile. But his vacation starts next Saturday. Well, if you can par that with the... Thanksgiving holiday and get that Black Friday off, you, you'll be in good shape, John. Good luck to you. And here's one, Don. What's your preferred turkey prep, fried, smoked, or traditional roasted? I'm not big on fried turkey because of the tendency to be dry. Smoked is okay if it's been brined and it's juicy. I don't like dried-out turkey. 
So I guess you'd say my favorite would be traditional roasted. Now, I do love a wild turkey, and I make turkey nuggets out of those and dip them in sweet and sour sauce or honey mustard sauce. Great. Oh, that flavor of a wild turkey something else. And here's someone listening as they drive to the shop on this cold Saturday morning. Uh, here's an update. West Pearl Bridge bids will not open till 2025. 60 to $95 million. Currently, 110 vertical lift proposed a 12-foot height fixed and currently 9-foot wide will narrow to 60-foot. That's from Joni Hess at The Advocate. Or Johnny Hess, thank you. All right, we have Colise Cousins, and my father's name is Donald Cousins. All right, that was, uh, oh, and here's the text that preceded that. My father and I are fans of the fishing report, and if you can, can you please wish my father a happy birthday, make his day. Happy birthday to you, Donald Cousins, and happy Thanksgiving to you both. All right, uh, here's one wishing us a happy Thanksgiving. That's Chris and Teresa. That's our white perch, Sokolay fisherman from Denham Springs. And uh, here you go. Pecan pie for the win, Mr. Don. That's from my barber, Jason. Uh, Here's someone that thinks pumpkin eggnog pie is great. I would try it. Definitely would try it. All right, lots more texts. We'll get to those when we can. But right now, we've got to take a quick three-minute break. And on the other side of that, born on the bayou, Mike Gallo time. Back with him right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque. Radio Network. And the Born on the Bayou Report with Captain Mike Gallo is a presentation of CETO. Good Christmas gift, $199 for a year. We'll get your loved one a membership for unlimited fuel drops, electrical starts, whatever it takes to get them back to the dock safely. It's like having AAA on the water and definitely is peace of mind for you and your loved ones. And you can get it for yourself or for your list, uh, your Christmas Gift list customer, and you can just make one phone call and get it, 504-301-4545. Or click it at ctoe.com. That's C-S-E-A-toe.com, and they'll get you signed up. Captain Mike Jones just now, and Captain Mike, not a pretty-looking day out there. What you got planned for this Saturday? Oh, I think I'm going to plan on some football, watching the television <laughs> and staying dry. Yeah, you don't get to do that a whole lot, do you? Well, not as much as I would like, but I do enjoy my fishing, so it it goes hand in hand. For those that are going to brave it and they just got to get out there and deal with these winds and this overcast and drizzly weather, what what would you suggest? Well, it's been a difficult week. Lots of wind, lots of wind, lots of wind. Um, We've been fishing in the the deeper man-made canals, Gohegan's Canal, Eden Isles, you know, those types of areas, Lakeshore Estates. Um, just bouncing around. It, it, they're still kind of scattered. Water temperatures are in the low to mid-50s. Live in plastic seems to be working equally well. I would definitely say slow your presentation down. Put your back to the wind. That way you don't have a big belly in your line. Uh, when you do get a strike, uh, you'll be able, you'll have a much better chance of hooking that fish. Uh, there's been a few birds in the midday time frame, uh, and it's 50-50 whether there's going to be redfish, trout underneath those birds. And if you do find redfish, they're generally too big. And if you do find trout, most of the time they're too small. But there are the occasions where you pick off 
a fair amount of keepers. So uh, it's it's a difficult time uh, just because it's been so sudden is what I think. You know, 10 days ago we were in shorts and a T-shirt, and yesterday I seemingly could not put enough clothes on to keep me warm. I think in another week the, the, the winter pattern will start to emerge and fish will start to gang up in those deeper areas and we'll have better success catching them. You know, Glenn Sanchez uh, brought up a very important uh, point this morning when he said this is the time of year you don't want to get wet. You know, in summertime, uh, you get a little splash in. Uh, it's funny. You know, it's hot. You're going to dry off. You'll be wet for a little while. This time of the year, it's critical. I mean, it can be hypothermia with this wind blowing. If you don't get dry and have a change of clothes, it's just that important to stay and make sure you stay inside the boat. Do not get wet. Yeah, that's great advice, Don. This time of year, it's just as important to have towels on your boat to dry you off and another change of clothes as it is to have your CETO membership or your flotation device. Extremely important in case you do get wet, happen to fall in, you know, you want to get out as quick as you can and get dried as quick as you can and get dry clothes on you. A rain works really well because it will block the wind and retain what heat you have after you fall in. So that's something you want to – there's a lot of information. Everybody loves Google. So you can Google, you know, ways to prevent being hypothermic if you do happen to get wet and safety tips to uh, keep on your boat. But very important this time of year. Mike, uh, what has become an important part of your catch lately has been those beautiful freshwater catfish. I think that's probably one of the most underutilized freshwater fish there is. Uh, If somebody wants to to change and target those and maybe catch a few trout or reds by bycatch, what would you suggest to look for those catfish? Well, we caught several catfish last week, and all in deep water, all with shrimp on the bottom. The only thing I would change if I were targeting the catfish would be instead of, you know, we like to fish a spot for 15 minutes or so, and if it doesn't produce, we move. I would stay in a spot longer, and I would chum. When you go to the marina, get some extra dead shrimp, and just every so often throw a few pieces in the water, and that will go downstream with the current, and they'll smell that and start swimming towards it. And you can get into a nice mess of them. Biggest fish I caught yesterday was a freshwater catfish. He was probably eight pounds. Big, big freshwater catfish. And those are really good when you cook them up. Excellent eating. Well, well, let me tell you, at the end of the day, a a pile of trout fillets versus a pile of fresh-fried catfish fillets, I don't know. There's an argument there for sure. (laughs) Yes, I agree. The catfish is very tasty. Mike, well, I don't want anybody to interrupt your football game today, but if somebody wants to get some information (laughs) on future fishing for the winter, tell them how to get a hold of you. Very simple. You can find me on DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. My website is aaofla.com. We're on social media at Angling Adventures of Louisiana or the reliable telephone, 985-781-7811. The home of no fish, no pay. And no pay, no fish. Remember, it goes both ways. That's correct. And my favorite (laughs) pie is pecan pie. (laughs) Pecan, like they say. Some people say pecan. That's correct. 
<laughs> All right, Michael. You and Jacqueline have a very happy Thanksgiving, and uh, we'll talk to you right after that next Saturday morning. Sounds good, Don. You and your listeners have a happy Thanksgiving as well. Stay dry, stay safe, stay full, and we'll talk to good. you then. Good advice. Thank you, Mike. All right, that's Mike Gallo, Angling Adventures of Louisiana. Coming back after this, Paddler's Report. Who the heck would go paddling in this wind and wet weather? Well, the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club Championship is today in Cocodri. Brendan will give us the lowdown right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque. Radio Network. Well, you can stroke or you can uh, pedal your kayak. Boy, I, I love those pedals. Hands-free models. Boy, so much more you can do with those. Anyway, this report is with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club, who, by the way, is having their championship this morning, is a presentation of Massey's Outfitters. You're going to find Massey stores in Mid-City of New Orleans, Baton Rouge, and Covington. And inside, you're going to find some of the best fishing models, like Hobie, Jackson Kayak, Native Watercraft, and just tons and tons of accessories. They also host those demo days. You can try before you buy. It's MasseyOutfitters.com. Check them out on Facebook. Brendan Bayard joins us now. And, Brendan, uh, what is your advice for someone who is going to be down in Cocodry battling wind and rain to try to win something in that BCKFC championship? Yeah, cold wind and rain is the trifecta of uh bad luck in the uh, kayak world and we seem to have struck in gold again on our uh, bayou coast tournament date uh scheduling but um you know uh hard uh hard times breed uh hard men and (laughs) all that kind of stuff and uh can i quote you on that (laughs) (laughs) so we have some uh, really good fishermen who have you know developed over the years of these uh tournament dates that we you know, undoubtedly get bad luck with, uh, have developed some good, strong, uh, bad weather fishing patterns. And, uh, you know, I've, I've had some success at times during these kind of events, but, uh, you know, trout fishing is going to be really tough. You're going to have to find kind of a deep dead end canal right now. The trout are really stacking up in those kind of places right now. The, uh, kind of the neighborhood ponds that you see on these coastal communities that have these, eight-foot deep, uh, you know, dead-end canals where all the boat docks and stuff are. Uh, Trout will get up in those kind of areas. Anything like that, a borrow pit that you see on the side of the road where they've, you know, made it, you know, you know, uh, significantly deeper than the area around it, that's kind of a dead-end. The trout will get into those areas. And then, you know, of course, redfish are not going to mind this kind of cold weather. Uh, the, the, the winning stringer today is probably going to be uh, two perfect redfish uh, we had a, a similar event like this in Cocodri in 2017, I believe, and it was actually snowing for the championship, and uh, they uh, they fished it, and then there was no trout caught. I think it was a lot colder than it is today, uh, but, um, you know, similar mindset comes to mind when you're fishing an event like this in this, this cold, tough condition. When you say perfect reds, uh, describe for the listeners what you're talking about with perfect reds for a championship tournament. So we have a two redfish, three trout stringer today, and the uh, the redfish needs to be underneath 27 inches, and so that means that they put it on the measuring device at the weigh-in. If that tail touches 27, then it's uh, not eligible to be weighed. So you would need to have two reds, very fat, heavy reds, maybe eight pounds plus that are underneath 27. If you have two of those, you're probably in pretty good shape. 
Brendan, since you're not fishing it today, what would be your strategy if you were? How much time would you spend trying to catch a big trout? Would you start with that? Would you try to finish with that after you got a couple of good reds? How would what would be your strategy for fishing this? If I had if I had an area that was a deep canal, um, I would try to find low reds in that kind of area around it um, that I could try and at least see if the trout were there. If I found any trout today, I would just, uh, you know, I might start in a spot that doesn't take me way out of the way, go try to catch a few trout. If I get three trout that are of any size, 12 inches, you know, you're talking a pound and a half, two pounds, if, even if they're the smallest size of legal harvestable trout, and then go fishing for reds for the rest of the day. Um, you know, those kind of places, um, they might not turn on until noon. You could uh, you circle back and try it again later, but I would certainly spend 90%, if not more, of my time fishing for redfish. Um, with, with wind and rain and cold, um, you're going to have to be, you know, fishing a variety of places. I don't think you're going to be doing a lot of sight fishing today. You're going to have to be fishing drains. You're going to have to be fishing kind of uh, areas of transition where a duck pond drains into a canal. Fishing places where where reds would congregate uh, for uh, for a meal and uh, not really searching because the uh, the elements are going to prevent their usual ways of searching for food a little bit, t- make it a little bit tougher for them, and so they're probably just going to let the water bring it to them. Uh, good advice. One more tip, uh, Brendan. This time of year, you're paddling through the marsh, you make a turn, and you see a brushy little island in the middle, and it's got a bunch of plastic ducks bouncing around. What do you do? Yeah, you uh, you you back up very quietly. I, it, <laughs> this is certainly the time and the weather for duck hunting. Uh, you want to give those guys their, their chance. They've been waiting for a long time, and they only have a few weeks to do it, so... Uh, Share the water, guys. Uh, let the duck hunters know um, that, uh, you know, this is their time back out. You know, I, I don't know what you can do if you're if you're on that close, but uh, definitely be aware that they're out there. Uh, usually, you'll, hopefully, you'll hear some shots if it's a good day, and uh, you won't yeah. <clears throat> get close enough anyway. And most of the duck hunters are usually out of there by 10 o'clock, so if you're going to fish a little later in the day, you, you won't have any conflicts. Brendan, good stuff. Thank you for the report. Uh, have a happy Thanksgiving. What's your favorite Thanksgiving pie? Ooh, uh, I don't know, man. Probably pe- uh, pecan pie. I just, I don't know. I love pecan pie. Yeah, I got you. Thanks, Brendan. We appreciate it. We'll catch up with you next time. All right. Thanks, Don. Bye. All right, Brendan Bayer. Of course, he could have said uh pumpkin pecan do they have such a thing best of both worlds all right coming back after this we got a guy got in trouble because he decided he wanted to be a gator napper in the army corps of engineers uh bonnie carey spillway didn't get away with it his story's next you guessed it he's the bad boy of the outdoors you'll hear his story here right after this on the outdoors with don dubuque radio network i've right, got a text message in from joey on the pearl he says i'm hunting not critters but an opinion at present as you know in louisiana we only have a spring turkey season that's during the height of courtship scholars advise us their drive is to multiply is only topped by their drive to live knowing this and the fact that our surrounding neighbors texas arkansas mississippi enjoy fall turkey seasons that gives the taxpayers two separate seasons. How about the split? The one week during our modern firearm season, 
for deer. It's only five to seven days, but it's a fall season opportunity. What's your opinion on such a notion? As always, God bless you and your family this Thanksgiving. Well, Joey, uh, we had, for a very short time, a fall turkey season. It was a dismal failure. Not only did very many people participate, but turkey hunting in the fall is a whole different animal. In the spring, you can call the birds. You can work the birds. In the fall, it's a lot like deer hunting. It's basically an ambush. And as as critical of the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries is about the number of turkeys we have in the state right now, the fact is they've moved the season out of the peak gobbling to reduce the harvest. Anything that would increase the harvest, I think they would be opposed to. And there's another huge problem that that would bring about. Uh, deer feeders are in the prime. There's corn being thrown all over the woods during that time of year. And I don't think you'd have turkey hunters with enough restraint to not hunt around their deer feeders where they're seeing those fall turkeys every year. And that would lead to some serious enforcement issues. So I wouldn't look for that anytime soon, Joey, and it's a shame. But anyway, facts is facts. All right, right after this quick 10-second pause, it's bad boy time. Yeah, we're talking about enforcement. Had a guy uh, got a little uh, lax with alligator harvesting. We'll tell you his story right after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Well, today's story began on November 7th in St. Charles Parish. Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Enforcement Agent Sergeant Kyle Wagner and Agent Heather Fitzgerald we're on patrol in the Bonnie Carey Spillway near the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers office when they observed Daniel Duzak harvest an alligator by the Mississippi River flood control locks during closed season. They seized the 7-foot, 9-inch gator and issued Duzak a citation for which, if convicted, will mean up to a $950 fine and up to 120 days in jail, as well as a possible $375.80 civil restitution replacement value of the alligator for 29-year-old Daniel Duzak of Metairie, our bad boy of the outdoors. Oh, yeah, next week we got a pretty big deer hunting bust to tell you about. Never a shortage of bad boys. All right, back to the text messages. Uh, this one uh, from Mike Venge, Delacro Corporation, hunting over there in Delacro, says we haven't shot any yet, but we're seeing more ducks than last weekend. Teal, grays, and pintails. Well, that's good news, Mike. Hope you get them. Uh, here's one that says the West Pearl Bridge is not going to be built till 2025. Can the state please change the barrier that prevents the use of the new launch on the Middle Pearl? As a consideration. Here's one that says I'm still listening because I have the wrong bullets in my hunting bag. Left over from primitive season. Yeah, those are not going to work in your modern firearm. Guess another cup of coffee and a biscuit will help my sorrows on opening morning. That's uh, Lowhound in Livingston. Uh, here's a report. Uh, lots of shooting in Lake Catherine area. Seeing flocks flying all week. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for the show. We got lots of food and family for Thanksgiving. Apple pie and roast turkey. Sounds good. Here's our one that says, retired chemists equal good bakers. So they're looking for a pumpkin pie with a homemade crust. And let's see, we got the uh, listing at the camp down Burton Road in St. James, snuggled in the box stand. Hope you're staying warm and hope that whitetail doesn't wait, keep you waiting too long. Where do I go to find your Alaska fishing trips? I will send you a link on that. And here's one from uh, Simon in Slidell, wishing all the listeners a happy Thanksgiving. 
And uh, here's one uh, from David. West Mobile is his part of town. All right. Thank you. Here's a, oh, he says a, a melaton pie for Thanksgiving. Just a thought. Well, David, why don't you make some mini melaton pies uh, a la Ubigs and put them on Hubble's hearth and see how they go. I will try them for sure. And someone's still waiting for Bobby A. Bear to be a guest on this show. <laughs> I'm waiting, too. All right, we come back from this. The hunters are in the duck blinds. we got Ryan Lambert on the east side of the state, down near the tip of the boot, Point Lahash area. And then we got Captain Kirk Stansel and Hackberry on the west side. They've been in their duck blinds, at least Ryan has, for about 30 minutes of open shooting time. We'll see what the bag has got for him. Right after this, on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And this is the time of the year that certain men, women, and uh, black and yellow dogs live for. Duck season. We take you down to the duck blind of Captain Ryan Lambert of Cajun Fishing Adventures. And, Ryan, is this what you would appropriately call a duck kind of day? It is, but so was the last two days. In the north wind has pushed the birds out because the water came high. We had a tidal surge for three days. And, I mean, they left the building, buddy. Oh, but no. But they'll be right back. Yeah, the only place that there's, there's good birds still is, is again, on the gum restoration projects where where it's higher and they got that sand and the duck potatoes are, are up a foot. And they kept some birds. And, you know, Roger had his limit early. Yes, I mean, he had 18 ducks or 75 trout by 11 o'clock. <laughs> well, when you said those ducks left, did they just go to open water temporarily? Or did they book up and no, head further no. south? No, when, when they came, when they can't feed, they go to North Louisiana. They go in the rice fields. They go, they go up. You know, you can watch them. They, they come pouring out of there about a million. But uh, they'll be right back. You know, it's just something they do. I mean, they can fly back and forth to North Louisiana and just, just you know, during the night, they can just be gone and go up there and feed in the morning. So, you know, ducks yeah. do a lot of feeding and, and traveling at night. The people, you know, don't know all that mess. But, yeah, they, they put telemetry on them, and they'll go from Lake Charles to, to Ruston every single night. You know, it's nothing for them. So, yeah, they left the building. You know, we went from every boat limited out uh, on Tuesday and Wednesday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, to, you know, maybe a couple of boats killing 15. Uh, I've had the worst luck, I think. <laughs> I've been in the, I've been in the wrong place for the last couple of days, but the the fish we, we're river fishing right now, so you can't do it all. I'm just about wore out. I mean, we're going from way before daylight till way after dark right now, getting it all done. Well, you got but, a long uh, season ahead of you. It's just getting cranked up. I know. I can't have <laughs> put up mold. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, getting back to that perfect day, I, you know, cloud covering wind. Yeah, it makes ducks fly when they're around. But, you know, I really like those pretty bluebird days because you can see all the oh, colors. Oh, it's, it's, it's all about the wind. I'd rather sh- shoot on a day when I can see the sun and see those the, the males and the females really good and see those colors coming by the blind when the redheads or canvas backs loop through the decoys. You can see that sun on them. Oh, that's nothing better than that. It's more about the wind than the clouds, you know, uh, if you have a – 15 mile an hour wind, you know, that's to me, that's the perfect day. Cause like yesterday, I set up in the blind on the outside and my decoy is just evacuated the blind right away. I was getting seasick in the duck blind. <laughs> so I just moved, moved into that blind where me and you hunted that, that day when the, the cold front came in. I moved to that blind and killed a couple. But yeah, on the outside, Manuel did good. And uh, on, on a little inside blind, 
Ben killed a you know a bunch of uh, teal and pintail, but you know the big ducks. You don't see those big flights coming back and forth right now. They're just the last two days. I mean, it's been great uh, up to that. We had ducks like crazy. But again, it's just something that that happens. We had northeast wind for three solid days. I'm talking about 25 miles an hour. So yeah, it happens. But they'll be back. <laughs> I'm not worried about that. But and the fish so, are in the uh, river right now, and we're having fun. That's what I was going to ask you about that fishing in the river. It's down uh, two and a half, maybe. Oh, it's getting ready to come up to four seven though, so that's going to be done. So we got another week. Mm. So you want to experience some of that? You need to hurry up and come see me one evening or one morning, whatever. Because uh, it's fun, buddy. I mean, it's fun. <laughs> Lots of fishing. You know, you catch it, bull reds and bass and stripers and flounders and. And specks and whites and croakers. I mean, that's crazy. It's fun, but it'll it'll be over on the 28th or 29th unless unless we somehow we can we can get it down, you know, because it, it was gonna be five on the 29th. Now they got that four seven. They got a big a little charge coming through Arkansas, so that disperses. And I've seen it do it before, where where if it doesn't get to four, we might be lucky and keep it, you know. I'm hoping it's just just one little surge coming, so we keep those fish. Golly, it'll be an awesome winter. It's already an awesome winter. Well, if you uh, you're going to be uh, hunting Thanksgiving Day, or are you spending time with the family? No, we're going to come home. Uh, I think we're going to call. I'm sending the boys home. So I got some Florida boys here. I got three from Florida helping me out this year. So I think I'm going to send home home after. The evening of the 21st, I'm going to let everybody go home. We're going to take a couple of days off, come back on the 26th, and we'll be working again. Yeah, that's a big so, day, that Black Friday. You know, a lot of the people go shopping, but a lot of the people don't. They head to the outdoors. door. A lot of people go down. fishing, so we'll be, we'll be fishing and hunting both. But, yeah, so if you can squeeze in a minute and come on down, I'll bring you out and we'll, we'll reminisce about them fish in the river. Sounds good. All right, brother, take care, and uh, hopefully you get a few flights down there today. Y'all probably scratch out a few ducks, even though the big numbers are Oh, yeah, we're going to get some. You know, it's just, just it is what it is. In fact, they ought to be coming back today because, because uh, you know, when the weather switches, that's when they come back. So we got a front coming today, so that water will go down, and they'll come back and get some food. Got you covered. All right, Ryan, take care, buddy. Thank you, and have a happy Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you on the Yeah, have a happy side. Thanksgiving, too, buddy. We'll see you soon. We'll plan on it. All righty. Captain Ryan Lambert, Cajun Fishing Adventures. All right, coming back after this, take you out west where the, the looks like the drizzle is already cleared over there in the Hackberry area. Captain Kirk Stansel's out there. He's on with a shotgun and a fishing pole. wonder what he's got planned. We're back to find out right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All the small game seasons are open. I uh, got fishing conditions that are going to be tough for a couple of days. This wind has kind of messed things up, but hopefully that'll change in time for the holidays next week. A lot of folks have Thursday, Friday, and then the weekend off. It's a good time to get out there. All right, let me get back to my text board and uh, check on some of these text messages coming. This one says, uh, several years ago, you published a pamphlet with land locations to fish from for those without a boat. Is that still available? That's Jay and Luling. Uh, it is, Jay, but it needs a little bit of updating because, as you know, the coast of Louisiana <laughs> changes, 
and some of those areas are no longer public, and some are no longer there, but I'll get you as best information as I can. Thank you for asking. All right, we have Captain Kirk Stansel joining us now from the duck blind over there at Hackberry Ride and Gun. Good morning, Kirk. How you doing? Good morning, Don. Yeah, well, we're just uh, I'm have one man hunting with you this morning. We have four green wings and a, and a gray duck in the blind, and uh, that's about all we've shot at. Uh, that's that's a coot, Thad. Thad just pointed me out a coot that flew by. A pool do on your side of the state, guys. <laughs> yes, a pool do. And uh, he probably That's would be right. a dead pool do on this side of the state. Uh, Kirk, you know, looking at the situation, um, you know, we got a drought to your north. Uh, we had several fronts, some cool weather, disturbed weather moving in. Uh, we had the north, uh, or actually people call it the east zone, open up today, which means areas north of you, which will get those uh, sitting ducks moving. On paper, you should be in for a really good weekend, but doesn't sound like it's a whole lot right now. No, there's not. You know, we opened up, you know, we talked last week, and I'm telling you, that's it, it's been a long time since I saw as many ducks as I saw uh, last weekend. And the, the hunting stayed strong till about, I, I'm going to say, Wednesday, Thursday, it started dropping off. And, you know, and this happened to us before. This is normally, you know, December weather we're getting right now. And when you get this back-to-back front of north wind, it pushes our birds out. And uh, we're seeing it. We don't have the number of birds we had last weekend. I mean, we still have plenty, but nothing like we had. And, yeah, uh, I just talked to Ryan we, Hammond we, we, on we the east the side change. of the state. He said the same exact thing, and he says that those birds will yeah. bounce back up north, that they'll head up to Arkansas and then come back down, you know, as as, as well, well the conditions change. Well, you know, everybody says, well, where do they go? I said, I wish I knew. I've never <laughs> talked to a duck, but they leave. And uh, it, what we what we need is weather change. You know, if we, if we, you know, like normally this time of year, a front will come through, you have – It'll swing the east, southeast for a couple of days, three, four, five right. days, and then another front will come through. And that's when we do better. Uh, there's a flight of green wings. Gosh, don't. They, they didn't like your call? Went to the park. <laughs> they didn't <laughs> like, like it at call. all. Well, you know, this kind of weather, uh, it's not good for the fishing either when you get, you know, front back to back to back. No. Where you don't get that little southeast no. wind and some calm either. Well, you know, people when they come duck hunting, they, they, you know, their primary thing is the duck hunt, but they want something to do in the afternoon to go fishing, but they want it to be a pleasant, nice day. And, and mm-hmm. of course, you know, they want to catch fish too, and it's not pleasant, the fish aren't biting, why go? <laughs> You mean, Kirk, you can't get nasty weather in the morning for duck hunting and a beautiful, warm, sunshiny afternoon to fish? You can't well, provide we ordered, that. But it doesn't always work. <laughs> oh, the human, huh? And we always want, we always want. We're never satisfied. I guess oh, absolutely. That's, good. that's, <laughs> that's the truth. Well, are you having fun? That, that's the big question. Oh, every day, you know, living the dream here, just get to hunt fish all the time. Uh, you know, it, it is a job, and it, it is work, but it's fun work. Yes, indeed. If you got to do something, it beats anything else in line. Well, Kirk, hope things pick That's up right. for you on the duck situation, and this weather calms down, and uh, we'll try to get back to you maybe next week. Hey, you all have a great happy Thanksgiving down there at the lodge. Well, well, thank you, and happy Thanksgiving to you and all the listeners. If somebody wants to contact you, give them the ways to do it. 
Okay, uh, we have a toll-free number. It's 888-762-3391. Hackberry, Rod, and Gun, spell out and.com. That's our website. You can see what we're right. shooting and catching. I'm praying for a big old pintail to come down like a like a dumb coot and land we, on your blind. Yeah, we had one yesterday, so maybe we'll get another <laughs> one today. Hope you do. <laughs> see you then, Kirk. Thanks again. Right. Appreciate it. Okay, Don. Kirk Stancil, Captain Kirk down at Hackberry Rod and Gun. Uh, he ventures sometimes where no man ventured before. All right, that's uh, we're getting close to wrapping it up. Thank you for all the text messages that came in. We'll do this again next week, and hope you get out there and enjoy the outdoors. Take care of your kids. Uh, cure them of that NDD. If they're afflicted with nature deficit disorder, there is definitely a cure for it. Pack them up. Get them out there. Keep it short, keep them interested, keep them comfortable, hope they have fun, and guess what? You might create, you never know, you might create the next Don Dubuque. And, boy, doesn't the world need more of those, huh? (laughs) I think we got enough. All right, we'll see you next week right back here, same place, same time, same exact stations you're listening to on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.